2: Well, good afternoon, everyone, and thanks for being here today. I'm excited about today's show because we're doing something just a little bit different. And I would love for you to call in to today's show. If you are thinking about launching a business, or if you currently have a business and you're just not sure about what's going wrong, or you don't know what the next steps are to go bigger, so give me a call here on TogiNet at 877-864-4869 if that is. Suits who you are. All right. So today, here's what we're looking at, folks. We're going to have some fun. We are going to take a look at how to create a plan, what's next in your business, and why do so many entrepreneurs begin without a plan, and why do they fail? Well, the main part of that answer is right in that statement, because they begin without a plan. We're going to reveal today the top mistakes that new entrepreneurs make and how you can avoid them. And I'll tell you, I'm in my eighth year of coaching entrepreneurs and I love it, love it, love it, love it. But I'll tell you what, it's so painful to get these calls from new clients saying, you know, I work 10 or 12 hours a day and I'm not making any money. Why is that? How can you put so much time in and not make a profit? Now, I've coached a number of people who are showing great revenue. They're showing, you know, income of two th- three hundred thousand dollars at the end of the year. But you know what? They're not taking home a paycheck. Why is that? We're going to find out today. I want to truly encourage you to call at 877-864-4869. This is an open coaching call today, so please don't worry about interrupting the flow of the show. Just call in and our wonderful producer, Sabrina, will connect you with me, and we'll get to talking about your business. So have some fun with me here. Give us a call. Okay. Mistake. Number one, and I don't know if these are definitely in some sort of chronological order. I just put together my list of of the top problems that I see in businesses. And, you know, looking at startup, uh, you know, I used to coach strictly startups. And I switched about a year in, if that. Because you know what? I wasn't making any money. Why? Because two reasons. Lack of capital on the prospect's part. They couldn't afford coaching. And they thought they knew it all. They thought they knew everything about growing a business and launching a business. Why? Because they're the technician. And they think that because they know how to provide a product or service, that they know how to be an entrepreneur. Eh, wrong. Two different caps, guys. Two different roles. Technician and entrepreneur Never shall the two meet. Sorry to tell you that. So, for instance, if you are working for a cleaning service, I'm just going to throw out some old example that came to the top of my head. You're working for a cleaning service. You're working hard cleaning houses, and you decide, you know what? I know how to do this. I can clean houses. Why am I giving you know most of the money away to this person who's sitting in some office doing nothing being all lazy I'm gonna start my own business cleaning houses on my own that has failure written all over it okay here's why because typically the person who does the work who provides the service does not have the mindset of an entrepreneur, okay? We're talking two different personality profiles here. Now, I'm not saying that you can't have the mindset of an entrepreneur if if you've been working your fingers to the bone doing something, you know, behind a desk or, you know, out in the field. Boy, I'm saying you know a lot. Oh, that has to stop right now. Sorry about that. Okay. Uh, but, but... You really need to take some sort of a quiz or test to see if you fall into that entrepreneurial category. Now, one of the ones that I like is StrengthsFinder, strengthspluralfinder.com, okay? This is a great kind of quiz that that profiles you to tell you where your strengths are and where your weaknesses are and the types of things that you can be successful at. StrengthsFinder.com. Pay attention to these things because an entrepreneurial mindset is very different than the mindset of someone who can sit behind a computer all day or who can go out in the field and provide a service all day and, and be happy with that, okay? So pay attention. An entrepreneur is someone who likes to lead, they like to create solutions. They like to come up with new fantastic ideas. They love to shake hands and meet people. They like to socialize to some degree. They like to solve problems, and uh, they can tend to tend to be a little bit ADD. Okay, and, and I don't mean that in a negative way. We just are all around the chalkboard when we're up there. We entrepreneurs. Okay, so make sure first of all that you do a quiz like the Strength Finders uh, evaluation, and and see if you fit into that role. Now, if you don't. You don't have to get all depressed and worried about it because you can find a partner. You can hire someone. There are lots of different things that you can do to get these things done, but... Ask yourself the questions on whether or not you really, 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 really want to be that entrepreneurial person. So the technician to the entrepreneur is what I call that. And and what happens when the technician gets into business and doesn't know how to be an entrepreneur? Well, he or she thinks that if they can provide the service and they can do everything that needs to be done, they won't need any help, Right. Well, guess what? You gotta market the product. And to market the product or the service, it really takes the mind of an entrepreneur. It really does. You've got to solve, problem solve. You've got to direct people. You've got to, you know, lead the way and do all sorts of things that the technician doesn't typically know how to do. Plus, you have to know your numbers and how to run numbers and how to interpret interpret numbers. If you've never done that before, go to school. Take some classes. Go to business school. Do something that will help you manage your business. And don't think that it's all behind delivering the product or the service. Okay, number two poor planning and we talked a little bit about that in in the first topic but poor planning is really a problem and here's how i see it happen people sit down and they come up with a great idea they they wonder why nobody's thought of this solution to a very common problem okay and they think gosh we could create something or I could create something that's a solution to this common problem. Great start, right? Because businesses are almost always a solution to a, a need or a problem, right? And that is that is what you have to have when you go into a business. You need to identify and resolve a need or a problem or a great, 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 great want, desire, Okay. Hey. So they think, wonderful idea. They ask around, they do a little research, and they think, okay, let's just test it out. Let's just, I don't know, put up a little website and see if it flies, Well, I'll tell you what, I had a client once who did just that. And her idea was such a great idea that she became overwhelmed and depressed within a year because she couldn't handle all of the business. She didn't know where to begin, what to do, how to start to handle all this business. It was a product she was selling, great product idea. She knew nothing about mass production. She knew nothing about looking for factories and and the price difference and and all the differences actually between staying in the United States or going to China or one of the other great manufacturing countries. Okay, So she knew nothing about this. So when her product grew into great demand, she shut down. She could have earned millions. She had to shut down her business. So tragedy, right? Tragedy strikes. She had an opportunity, could have earned millions, but poor planning got in the way. So now that's an extreme, extreme example. Poor planning can also be the attitude of, of build it and they will come. You know, oh, I'm going to put this great idea out there and I know there's a need. And so I'll put up this website and I'll go to a, a marketing group or a networking group <clears throat> and I will just make this happen. No, no, it's really rare that I see that happen. And if it does, it takes place over years, years worth of time. It grows very slowly. So don't anticipate that your business is going to support your household in a year's time because it's not, I, I, you know, I do see it happen. I, I don't want to say it can't happen. But it's not really likely unless you've got amazing connections. Speaking of amazing connections, oftentimes I see business owners launch a business based on getting one or two clients. Okay, I can do this. I can launch with one or two clients and, oh, my gosh, I'm going to make $80,000 a year or $100,000 a year. Well, that's great. But then they get so busy, they don't think down the line. They don't think about what happens when those one or two clients move on. And trust me, they move on. And so they put their head in the sand and they say, it'll never happen. And then it happens. And one day you go from a nice, tidy income of six figures or whatever it is to nothing. So I've seen it happen. It happens all the time. So that comes under the category of poor planning. So I've seen hundreds and hundreds of clients and heard from hundreds, probably thousands more people, and I'm going to continue to share this information with you so you don't make the same mistakes, and your business can flourish. Be back in a minute.
1: Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. With Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these.
0: People think I've made it. I'm popular. I seem happy all the time. I have great clothes and I'm involved in everything. But I have questions, doubts, and fears, just like every other teenager. That's why I'm glad for Teen Talk Radio, where it's all about choices.
1: Join us for Teen Talk Radio with Nicole O'Dell, Thursday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com.
0: The choices we have to make that can alter the course of our lives. Life is too much pressure if we try to go it alone. I tune in to Teen Talk Radio with Nicole O'Dell every week to get reminded that I'm not alone. Nicole O'Dell is an expert on what happens in the lives of teenagers. Join her as she deals with topics like peer pressure, purity, drugs, alcohol, and many other things that might come up along the way. She writes books and speaks to people all over the place, but she says her favorite moments are when she can pull up a chair and chat with teens about what's important to us.
1: For more information on Nicole and her books, go to NicoleOdell.com. Then join us for Teen Talk Radio with Nicole O'Dell, Thursday nights at 10, 9 central on Toginet.com.
0: Teen Talk Radio, where it's all about choices.
1: Cease Me is on TogiNet, a delightful, thoughtful, serious, and not so serious call in show with Cecil Murphy and Twila Belk. Tuesday nights at 8 7 central on TogiNet.com. You know Cease is the veteran author from 90 Minutes in Heaven, Gifted Hands, When a Man You Loved Was Abused, and many other books, as well as a mentor for writers. And Twyla Belk is an effervescent force known as the Gotta Tell Somebody gal. She's also a writer and motivational speaker who's always bragging on God. For more on Cecil Murphy, go to his website, Cecil Murphy that's P-H-E-Y, dot com. And for Twyla, GottaTellSomebody.com. The show, Season Me, is a far-reaching, faith-based, shared conversation and call-in show with questions welcomed. A chance to get everything out in the open, from questions about writing to surviving sexual abuse to the topics of the day, all from a Christian worldview to help you. Season Me, Cecil Murphy, Twyla Belk, Tuesday evenings today, 7 Central on TogiNet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka.
2: And welcome back. Thanks for being here today and always. I appreciate you so much. Hey, give me a call today, 877 864 Six, nine. Come on to the show. It's just fun and comfortable. And we'll talk about your business. So we'll get some problems solved for you today. It's a great opportunity. Give us a call. Hey, so we're talking about technician to entrepreneur and poor planning. Now we're going to continue to talk about poor planning a little bit. Not making a business plan, okay? Even if this is what I call a kitchen table idea, Okay, so you sit down with your cousin, your best friend, the lady next door, and you come up with this great idea and you decide to give it a test. You need to do a marketing plan. Okay, you need to know all about your product. You need to know all about who you're going to sell it to, and you need to know all about how you're going to sell it and how much money you have and how much money you hope to make. Okay. If you don't look at these things, you're going to be hit with problems one after the other after the other, and you're going to be working, you know, those 10 and 12-hour days without bringing home a paycheck, and you don't want to be in that position. So the critical pieces of a business plan are, are important to know, and we're going to go over those in a little bit, and I want to talk about some other top mistakes that I often see. Okay, another one that I see, and I have several cases where I've seen this happen. In fact, every time that I've taken on a client who is building a business and they have a full-time demanding job, doesn't seem to work. Sorry to tell you that. It is very difficult to build a business that is a consulting kind of business or a business that takes your time in terms of delivering a service so, for instance, if you're a consultant, a coach, a um, you know wh- whoever, a, a web designer, or something like that, and you're doing the work, you're trading those time your time for those dollars, and you're working a full time demanding job, your business might grow but it's going to grow painfully slow and you are probably going to get very, very frustrated. So what I try to recommend is try to live a year or two of your life on a really, really tight, budget and keep that full-time job and start your plan start your business plan start your research do those important critical key things before that you have to do before you launch and make that your business until you have enough money to leave your job or at the very least go part-time okay because when you're being tugged from all different all different directions it usually causes stress And when we're under a lot of stress, we don't make good decisions, we feel overwhelmed, and we're not productive. And you need to take care of yourself in order to be a great business owner. So consider that. Uh, Don't start delivering websites on the side and take the risk of getting too busy. I'm not saying that if you do great websites and it's not a conflict with your current position that you can't do something like that. But if you intend to build a big, strong business... Try to do one thing at a time. Okay. And I mentioned trading time for dollars. Okay. So, what does that mean? It's a business model that most coaches and consultants and web designers and people along those lines uh, usually build. It means that the business is totally dependent upon one person, the entrepreneur. Now, why is this a bad idea? Okay, when is it a bad idea, I should say. If you have another stable income in the household and you need to meet minimum financial goals and you really, really enjoy what you do and you want to take on clients, go for it. But if you have strong financial goals, you're the only breadwinner in the family you're single, or, or what have you, um, they, and and you're kind of you're not financially secure. Trading time for dollars really puts a limit, a ceiling on how much you can earn. Okay, and it also typically gives you nothing at the end. In other words, you won't have a business to sell. Okay, because the business is you you can't sell yourself right certainly you could come on and train somebody stay for a little while i don't see those kinds of arrangements work out too often either so consider that your client list isn't really worth anything if you you know if you're not there to provide to it so you don't have a strong exit strategy when you stop working the income stops coming if you get ill or disabled god forbid in some way the income stops coming in so Do your best to build a model that includes products as well. Or do what a lot of people do if you have the type of personality to do this. And more often than not, I see people fail at this. But if you fit into this category, I think it's great. Um, Try also building a network marketing organization. So find a product that you love, 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 love. And mine are essential oils, Young Living Essential Oils, and try to build build that business as well. Especially if you have a business and I'm going to use mine as an example, you know, being a coach, when I see people in person, when my clients are local and they want to come see me in person, I definitely use the essential oils with them. And it does make a difference in especially those who are working on emotional issues and physical issues. So remember that, you know, if you can choose a a product that really fits into your business. Then it's not necessarily double the work, okay. But if you have a business, a consulting business, and you choose nutrition, and your consulting has nothing to do with health and well-being, well, that's going to be tough for you because you might be doing double the work. So, uh, but consider anyway a another revenue stream for your business. You can do products and, and set it up to be sold online. You can do, There are just so many things you can do, but try to avoid a business model where you're simply trading time for dollars, okay? And you're going to get burned out. How long can you possibly provide a service at an intense enough rate to make a lot of money and not get burned out? So consider those things. Another mistake I see people make when they're launching their business or even this goes for people who are well into their businesses having trouble with their business is that they're lacking a mentor or a coach. They think they know it all. And I'd said earlier in the podcast that I stopped coaching strictly startups. Now I do have my group coaching programs and that's on my website at marlatabaka.com and those are designed for startups and people who are newer to business, okay? And it's very affordable. Uh, but for people who are in business and and going along and just not happy with the way it's go is going, then is often because they don't have a mentor or a coach. And startups, too, try to save enough money so that you can coach. Or think of someone you know who can truly mentor you. You need resources of all different types, okay? And this is a huge problem I see. And when I said I stopped uh, coaching startups, one of the things is because they think they know it all oftentimes. You know, you're very excited because you know how to deliver a product, but you don't know how to market it. You don't know how to read the numbers. You don't know how, even to get the numbers you don't there's so much that people don't know and they believe they do so what I found is after someone is in business for two to three years typically that's long enough for them to understand how much they don't know and that's when they're more willing to take on a coach so that's who I started coaching and my business is thriving so think about it what don't I know what else goes into a business what do I not know Okay. And consider finding a mentor or a coach. Okay. Another big, 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 big mistake is no no knowledge of marketing and no knowledge of numbers. I can safely say that the majority of people I have coached do not, do not work with their numbers. Okay. Big mistake you got to know where the money's coming from. You have to take the blinders off. You have to know what the numbers mean. It's really not all that difficult. Now, if you're, if you're math phobic, it might be a little difficult. But remember that we've got spreadsheets and software programs <clears throat> that really do the work for us now. All we have to do is input numbers, right? And, and truthfully, this is one of the things that I strongly, strongly advise outsourcing. Okay, so all you need to do is give your bookkeeper the facts and she will get them into QuickBooks for you. And it's quite simple and it's much more affordable than you sitting there, especially if you're math phobic, uh, sitting there trying to figure it out on your own because you'll get very frustrated and you'll quit. So it's important to keep your numbers in a program or at the very least in an Excel spreadsheet if you have a very basic business model. Remember that. And outsource it, okay? If you don't work your business by the numbers, you're going to come into some big, big, big problems and some great awarenesses that you're not going to be liking too much. So, and And knowledge of marketing. How are you going to build how are you going to market your product? Build it and they will come? Mm, I don't see that happen too too often, okay? So, how are you going to market your product? Well, I'm just going to tell everybody about it. I don't think so. Okay, you have to have several different marketing platforms as many as you can muster, okay? We're going to talk a little bit more about marketing after the break, which is coming up in a minute or so. Back to numbers for a minute. One great resource for this is your local score office, S C O R E dot org score. They are great. These are retired business people who mentor for free new business people. Okay. And they are really wonderful at helping out with creating projections, teaching you how to to read a and l statement, a profit and loss statement, all these things that you might find to be intimidating. So look up your local SCORE office and see if you can't get some help there. And see, that's mentoring. That's, that's very, very important, okay? So know your numbers, know how to read them, work by your numbers, know when it's coming in, know where it's going, when it goes out, and it will make your business such a much, much safer, happier, successful space. So we are going into a break, and again, I encourage you to call me. Read my Ink article this week too, inkcom slash Marla hyphen Tabaka.
1: Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Get ready to laugh along with This Little Parent stayed Home with Ali Loprit. Friday evenings at 6, 5 Central on This is a truly realistic, no-nonsense, tell-it-like-it-is method that will have you laughing and crying surviving while struggling, and hammering away at the hardships as you travel through the greatest journey of your life. Get empowered by joining thousands of other parents who have also decided to take a leap of faith into a double career with longer hours and half the pay simply because of the love they have for their children. Why can't my doctor figure me out? These are just a few of the questions Dr. Kevin Connors will be exploring in Dr. Kevin Connors Live every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, 10 p.m. Central on TuggingNet.com. The author of the book, Help My Body is Killing Me, Solving the Connections of Autoimmune Disease to Thyroid Problems, Fibromyalgia, Depression, ADD, ADHD, and more. He'll dig into these and many other conditions to dissect the mechanisms of your problems. Giving God the glory and looking for answers to make you look and feel better. To make you feel whole again. For more on him, his book, and the show, check out UpperRoomWellness.com. Never be satisfied with a diagnosis. There is always a reason behind it. And if you can alter the mechanisms that led you down your current path, we can change your future. It's Dr. Kevin Connors, live, Monday nights at 9, 10 Central, here on TuggyNet.com. Welcome back to The Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's The Million Dollar Mindset on TuggyNet.com. And now, back to your host, Marlon Tabaka.
2: And we're here on this sunny, beautiful Monday, talking about problems and starting up a business and the mistakes that I have seen in my many years of coaching and how to avoid them. Going into break, I mentioned my Ink column. I write weekly posts for Ink Magazine online, so make sure to check those out because they're also important for people in small business and and people who are considering. Do, uh, launching a business and you will find those at inc inc.com hyphen I'm sorry slash Marla M A R L A hyphen Tabaka, T-A-B-A-K-A, and the last two posts have been on a very hot topic, which is productivity. Last week, I had the honor of interviewing Peter Bregman, who wrote 18 Minutes, How to Master Distraction, and this week, I'm talking about some other kinds of accountability and productivity tips, so these have been popular articles. Make sure to (laughs) check them out. So, we were talking about knowledge of numbers, and now we're going to talk a little bit more about knowing how to market your business. So one of the things that I see businesses from all walks of life, even people who have been in business for a long time and think they're doing okay when they could do a lot better, is that their marketing materials talk all about them, all about me and my business, all about me and my business. Well, I'll tell you what. There is no more favorite topic for the average human being on the face of this earth than themselves. Okay. We all like to think about, talk about ourselves, right? That's our favorite topic in the whole wide world. Anything that involves ourselves. So I'll tell you what, when they go to your website and it doesn't talk about ourselves, they're going to leave. Okay. Needs to talk about them your website and your marketing materials must, must keep your new person engaged. It must keep your prospect engaged. And the way to do that is to talk about their problem, how they feel. You know, we have new studies, uh, brain science studies, that show that We don't make decisions from the left side of our brain, the logical decisions. We make decisions from the right side of our brain, the emotional decisions. And when we come to a point where we're going to make a decision to buy or engage in some way, we feel it. It emotes. We emote. And then we run over to the left side of the brain and we say, okay, let's run down the logical facts. Does this really match? Can I do this? Can I afford it? Can I commit to it? But the initial impulse is from gut, from feeling. So your marketing materials need to make people feel. And they are not going to do that Based on talking about you and how wonderful your business is and how much experience you have. There's a place for that, but not the homepage, okay? So, homepage, your brochures, anything you put out there with your company and your name on it needs to address the problem that your product or service addresses. Needs to address what that problem is costing and how you can solve it what kind of pain does it cause for for your your prospect and how can you solve it what what need do they have and how does it feel to have that need you know on my website when you go to my home page it basically says how does it feel to be so lonely being a solopreneur or a small business owner can be lonely and i know that better than anyone i've experienced that and when you have a coach it takes that loneliness away. It's very exciting to have someone to to share your ideas with, and and to mentor you, and to bring out the best in you, and to share your even your your perceived failures with, and celebrate your successes. So that's the angle I take in my marketing because it is so true, and I feel for these people. I feel for the the, the people who are out there feeling like they're all alone. So I can with it they connect with it you need to make sure that they resonate with it so also another mistake I see is leaving out the social media platform in terms of your marketing or relying on only one marketing platform So remember, you want to market cross-platforms. You want to have all sorts of marketing outlets. And if you don't know anything about social media, don't go into business if you can't hire someone who can do it for you, okay? I'm going to say that again. If you want your business to be around in five years from now and you don't know anything about social media and cannot hire someone or learn it, do not Go into business because you will fail, okay? That's how strongly we feel about it. So, and and I say we collectively, meaning pretty much any consultant or, or coach out there, uh, will will Any kind of business expert will most likely agree with me. Don't go into business if you can't put your money there, okay? So remember, you want to market cross-platforms. And if you're in an industry where there are industry magazines and websites that you can advertise on, look at the cost of those in your startup materials. Make sure that you have the cost of it, that advertising in your business plan and in your bank. Because that's really critical for stronger success too. I have clients who who sell things like you know, knitting supplies and and you know, things along that line. And when they advertise in their industry magazines, it drives a ton of traffic if it's a good advertisement, if it's a good ad. Okay. So know the cost of designing that ad and the cost of displaying that ad. Okay. Get the information from the industry magazine. What are their stats? What is their distribution? You know, call. I have even called other advertisers on websites and in magazines and asked them. You know, somebody who doesn't compete with me. So, someone who doesn't compete with your product or your service, call them. Say, what kind of return are you getting on this? I think your ad is great. Tell me about this because I'm considering it. They will be honest. Okay so what is your knowledge of marketing and what kind of marketing research have you done okay so that's another mistake the person didn't research especially you inventors out there if you have a great solution and you want to you want to invent the solution and you want to take it to market i'll tell you what you have more research to do than you can even imagine. So get yourself a full-time job or a part-time job and start doing that research on the side. Do not, do not, do not create your prototype until you've done your research, until you've talked to tons of other inventors, people who have gone to market, and remember to talk to people who have not gone to market, but they've they've gone as far as to getting their prototype made and they're trying to get to market, okay? Because the people who have gone to market will soon forget how how heartbreaking and difficult it was to get to market. So I cannot tell you the number of brilliant inventors who I have worked with who have had these great ideas or these great designs or whatever, and they put tons of money into a prototype, and, and, and now their house is, is on a second mortgage or they've got this line of credit that they can't pay back. And they realize... If they put a hundred thousand dollars into the prototype it's going to cost them three times that to get it to market there's there's packaging there's there's just so much to do there's ordering your first bits of inventory and no you cannot take a um, a purchase order from I don't care who it is from target to the bank and think that you're going to get a loan based on that purchase order doesn't happen. Sorry to tell you that. Used to happen. Not anymore. Banks are so much more cautious now. So just because you get Target and and Walmart interested in your product doesn't mean that you're going to be able to get money to mass produce the product. So do your homework. Figure out where that money is coming from. You can get investors. You can get family to invest. There's so much you can do, but please just do your homework. Go to conventions. Go to expos. Do all of these things before you even create your prototype. You may think it's a great idea. Your mom and your aunt and your cousin and your best friend and your spouse are all going to think it's the most fabulous idea, but don't listen to them. They don't count, okay? Do your research. Okay, another one we see is, of course, no resources, no financial resources especially, or not knowing, even if you do have some financial resources, not knowing what to outsource or who to outsource to. Big problem. You know, I get a lot of people saying, oh, I've got this great idea and I want to get it online and I don't know how. I don't even know who to call. I don't even know where to go. Okay, again, before you even put a lot of Time and money into your idea figure out who does what find a coach who knows find a consultant who knows do your your research on the internet join lists go to yahoo groups or google groups and join lists because you'll get a ton of information from people who have been there done that okay and figure out who do i call in order to get this done for me, and how much will it cost? I marvel at how many people still don't know what a VA is, virtual assistant, okay? And there was a time when virtual assistants really just did admin work but those times are over. Now, yeah, you can be hard pressed to find a virtual assistant who does strictly admin work because they specialize. They specialize in in doing WordPress sites, internet websites, they specialize in marketing, they specialize in research. They they have niches, which is another critical critical component that we're going to talk about is developing a niche. So Do your research about who to outsource to and figure out what it will cost, okay? And build that cost into your cost of doing business. Very important. If you keep yourself on a learning curve for things that you really don't know how to do and don't have to know how to do, you are going to take years off of your business um, life in terms of how soon you can make money, okay? So think about the things that are critical that you'd be able to do them and things that you can always have someone else to do. Or someone else do. So, you know, there are tons of things in my business that I have no clue to do. I count on my virtual assistant. And she gets it all done really, really, really well. And faster than I could ever do on my own. And I don't have the frustration of that learning curve. It's awful if you don't need to know it. So get out of the driver's seat. You don't have to control the things you don't need to control, okay? And learn to outsource and build in that cost so that you can afford it. We're going to come back and talk about niches in just a minute.
1: Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's The Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka, and we'll be right back after these. Join us for Self-Aid Success Stories with Helen Wu, Wednesday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. I love it. Debbie Glickman and Deanna Cohen know it. Join these soul sisters on toginet.com. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. Showcases two sides. One, to help entrepreneurs showcase their products and tell their story of their happily ever after. And two, to interview people who have realized their own fairy tale and doing something to benefit others. This show is here to help folks who have an idea and want to get it off the ground, as well as to inspire people to make the world a better place by doing something extraordinary or out of the box to help others. Both of these entrepreneurs have their own businesses and websites. With more information on their past, and successes, first for Debbie, FairyTale Wishes Inc.com. And for Diana, the next big zing.com. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. With the Soul Sisters, Debbie Clickman and Diana Cohen on Toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude. And Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marlon Tabaka.
2: And thank you for being here today. Make sure to check out my website at marlatabaca.com. And I want to let you know that this week, Wednesday, I am launching my Take Action Accountability Group. So if you are in business and you just can't seem to get those things on your to-do list to done, then this is a group for you. It's very, very, very affordable. And uh, the prerequisite is that you have some goals and that you are driven to complete those goals but not quite getting there and you have or are getting near to the the million dollar mindset you're not a doubter you're not a negative nelly okay we want people to uplift one another in this call you can find more information at marla tabaka t-a-b-a-k-a dot com slash action and join us for that group. I only have two seats left, so act fast. And uh, if you have any questions, you know where to find me, Marla at MarlaTabaka.com. So we're talking about identifying a niche. Kick and scream all the way, all the way to the bank, that is. If you don't have a niche, you're missing a lot of revenue. Yeah, just the opposite of what you think. You're thinking, if I have a niche, I'm really cornering myself into one corner of the market and everybody needs my product or service, right? Wrong. Okay, well, maybe everybody does need your product or service, but not everybody knows it, okay? And you cannot become an expert on everybody, but you can become an expert on your niche market, okay? So, how narrow can your niche get? There are coaches who coach women in weight loss. There are coaches who coach uh, cancer survivors. There are, you know, people who, who really develop a very fine niche. I'll give you one of my other favorite uh, experiences with a past client who made buttons. You got it. She was a crafter, and she used a certain type of buttons, and she was frustrated with the quality of the buttons that she got in the craft. Stores, And so she made these hand-dipped, hand-dyed buttons in what she called, her factory was called the button house. And they were very specific to a very, very certain kind of craft, okay? These panels that people make that, that you can turn into calendars, their material, and, and they look kind of quilted sometimes, and you make calendars and things like that out of them. And I'm telling you, this woman is on the path to the million-dollar mark with ease because she has such a fine niche, okay? So when you know your niche, you can market to them very successfully. You can easily position yourself as the expert because now you've had time to really, really get into your niche and you've worked with them for a long time and so you know every nuance of your niche, okay? You will have an easier time Of coming up with topics. If you do any kind of speaking or writing, you will have an easier time doing your research and you will be able to touch the hearts of everyone in that niche, which we said earlier in the show, remember, we make that buying decision on the right side of the brain, not from the left side of the brain. So we've got to touch them. We've got to touch these people that you want to buy. Okay. So the better you know your niche, the more money you're going to walk to the bank and the deeper level you're going to help your prospects your customers on okay you're going to be able to go really deep because you will be the expert so that's just kind of a topical explanation of why a niche is important it can get so much deeper just like your niche can but let me give you a little tip on how to identify your niche okay because it's not easy it took me years really to identify who my ideal client is, because I love coaching just about anyone, okay? Just about anyone. So here's the thing, when you identify a niche, first of all, if you're kicking and you're screaming, remember that just because you have one niche doesn't mean you can't have two. I don't typically suggest that you go more than three at the very most, depending on what you do, okay? Two is okay if you can really juggle two. I have two, um, and it's okay. It's It's a lot of work, okay? But having one is so critical. So let's talk about how to identify a niche. The first thing that you do is you think about the very, 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 very favorite customer or client that you've ever had. Who do you love working for and with? Who do you love serving who is your product absolutely, absolutely perfect for, okay? Now, your product may cross generations. It may cross genders. It may cross, you know, whatever platforms you're looking at, but who's your favorite? Who is it most successful with, and who does it sell to the most, okay? Think about that. Now, give that that person a name, okay? My ideal client is named Lucy, after my parrot. Give your ideal client a name. So when I gave Lucy her name, I sat down then and I wrote all about her, so do that. Write about your ideal client. Write about every detail you can think of. uh, Where they're from, what age they are, what gender they are, what their background is, who they like to hang out with, where they like to go, what challenges them in life, what joys do they have in life. Write about them as though they're a close friend, okay? And pull out everything you can. Really get to know your Lucy. Now, these things that you write about, are going to be useful in designing your marketing materials because if you have a product that targets someone who engages in a certain activity, you know they might be. I'm going to use my crafter as as an as a uh, example here. So they they knit. Let's say the your ideal client is a knitter and your product serves that client. Well, if you try to market to just any knitter, well you know, you're not going to have a real niche, uh, niche uh, market base. But if you go ahead and say, my favorite client is the 24-year-old who just graduated college, and she's in her own apartment for the first time. And her challenge with knitting is this, and my, my product serves it because it does that. And her name is, is Joan, and Joan likes to spend four hours a week knitting and she likes to do that in a coffee house in a group and she likes this and she likes that that gives you a lot of material it gives you material for your website your marketing material it gives you tweets it gives you your Facebook posts it gives you a ton of inside information on your Joan or your Lucy so remember identifying a niche is critical if you can and designing your marketing materials to that niche as specifically as you can get is really important so what's the next step after you think you've identified your niche well congratulate yourself because it takes most people quite a length of time to do this Uh, but then go out and find them find a few find a few people who you don't know call up two or three friends and say who do you know who Loves to knit about four hours a week, and they just do it as a hobby. It's a stress release, and they go to the coffee house to do this. They belong to a group. Who do you know? Find out. Reach across LinkedIn or, or whatever you know, social media site you use, or, or reach into your leads group, or reach into your church community, wherever you need to, and find three or four of these people and talk to them, interview them, ask them questions, pitch ideas to them in terms of your marketing. Really get to know your niche. This person is has just moved up the platform to one of the most important people in your life, okay? So take time and invest in them. Invest your time, invest your money in your niche, and you will be getting a lot more money back in return. When I identified my nature a number of years ago, I'll tell you what, my practice grew more in six months than it had in several years, a couple years. So just do it. Try not to resist it. Just do it. It's certainly not going to hurt. Remember, when your audience comes to your website, they want to see... Content that draws them in, content that truly, truly speaks to them. So identify your niche and get to work on rearranging your content. Now, if you're not um, a great writer, okay, and you don't do your marketing uh, materials yourself, then make sure that you find a great writer who knows how to write materials for the web, okay? Because there's a difference. There is a difference between writing for the internet, writing for your website, and writing magazine articles, okay? Or writing resumes. Let's go that way, the technical writing. There is a difference. So make sure you find someone who has very strong marketing language. And make sure that the marketing language resonates with you. That's a very important piece of this. If you hire someone someone to write this marketing material and they are are not, uh, let's say, an authentic marketer and you are, well, then you're going to have a disconnect. It's not going to resonate. You're not going to attract the right people, okay? So figure it out. Figure out how you like to market, how to make it the most powerful, and somebody who meets your values in your marketing. But don't go total soft sell, okay? Authentic is fine. Soft sell is not. We need to have a call to action. And we need to get out there with that call to action every day, okay? And shake it up a little bit. Do a lot of calls to action. Do some programs. Do some, just have fun with your business, okay? Take the heat off, okay? And plan and educate save your money don't quit your day job until you have enough money to support yourself for a while okay do your projections understand your numbers work by your numbers reach out for a mentor or a coach at the very least at the very least an accountability partner figure out what you don't know and learn it prepare for success it's not an easy job. It can be a full-time job in and of itself. So remember to prepare for success. I am so glad that you joined me today. Don't forget to check out my space over on Ink Magazine Online, inkcom slash Marla hyphen Tabaka. And uh, leave some comments over there. Talk to me. You know how to reach me. Just feel free to email me with either topic ideas or questions at Marla at Marla.com. Tabaka, that's T-A-B-A-K-A dot com. I'm always glad to hear your feedback and your insights. And remember that if you're in business or thinking about going into business and you are seriously considering a coaching relationship, I will be happy to offer you a complimentary half-hour session. And go to my website, just click on the Contact Me button, and we'll be off and running together. This is Marla Tabaca in the Million Dollar Mindset. I'll see you here next week.
1: Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Chewbacca on Toginet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to get there,